Young gospel. Young gospel. Yo, what's up? How's everybody doing in this morning? It is me, your host, Young Gospel. And I have a brand new topic for you today. Uh, what we're going to be covering today, a lot of people try to hide this they try to mask it they try to say well this is something very private that i practice in the privacy of my home no it is not there is nothing hidden from the eyes of the lord and this sin is called pornography now i know a lot of people in america practice pornography it is one of the most growing industries um, sexual industries that is in America and so many people engage especially with the movement and the advance of the advances that technology has made a lot of people practice this sin what is it it is a sin let's call it how it is it is a sin and look sometimes porn addiction is a standalone issue but other times porn addicts must also deal with a secondary addiction like substance abuse compulsive gambling compulsive spending these secondary addictions are generally referred to as either cross addictions or co-occurring addictions now we know that pornography a lot of times does not stand alone as a sin it is always accompanied by another sin and that's why sometimes they're standalone but most of the times there are secondary addictions that go along with pornography one of them being alcoholism and drug addiction but look here i'm i'm here to cover the what the bible actually tells us about pornography is it okay should we be practicing it should we be engaging in it and the answer is no we should not be practicing watching pornography we should not be practicing paying for pornography and we should definitely not be downloading pornography onto our phones look first of all this could really be a big stepping stone for you for your relationship with god for your relationship with loved ones for your relationship with your family because, like I said, pornography usually is accompanied by another addiction. That's how addictions work. Then that's how sins work also. Sins are always accompanied by other sins. And usually, usually don't let you move forward with your relationship with the Lord. But what does the Bible say about pornography? Well, Matthew 5.28 says, But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Now, this is out of the Bible, the ESV version. Now, look, if you look at a woman desiring her, then you've already committed adultery with her in your heart. So what we have to do is we have to guard the gates of our hearts, which is our eyes. So what our eyes see, our heart can definitely feel. We have to be very careful because if for most of us that, you know, our uh, have a wife or, or have a girlfriend you know let's be faithful and let's be honest with our relationships you know that doesn't mean that you know you can't look around look it is very natural for a man or a woman to just be looking around but once your heart starts um how can i tell you once you start filling your heart with lust and it's because of someone you saw then you've already committed adultery with that person in your heart now this is not just a topic for men but it's also a topic for women women are capable of doing this also look women you have to understand that we as men yes you know we probably fall a little bit deeper into this hole but you know what i know of women that have fallen into this hole also so let's be very cautious about what we're looking at and what our intent is and if our intent is lustful because that lust is an adultery that has been committed 
within our hearts. Now, Psalms 119.37, the great psalmist David said, Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways. He's asking God. He's saying, look, Lord, help me. Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things. There's so many things in this world that are worthless, and pornography is one of them. There's nothing There's nothing that you get from pornography. There isn't any type of, um, how can I tell you, benefits. Yeah, maybe you're getting some type of pleasure momentarily, but you're losing so much more on the back end. Now, think about your relationship with God. Think about your relationship with your girlfriend and think about your relationship with your wife have you told any of these people that you're engaging in this or is this something that you're just practicing because you feel that it is your privacy look there is nothing privacy i'm sorry there's nothing private that you can do into the eyes of the lord that he cannot see and he cannot judge you for remember the lord is the one that's going to judge us at the end and we have to live a very good life so that when the Lord Jesus Christ takes us away. He deems us worthy of being with him. Because these are one of the things that the Lord tells us not to engage in. Now, First John 2.16 says, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride and possessions, is not from the Father, but is from the world. Now, the desires of the flesh. What does the flesh desire if you let it? And what are the the desires of the eyes and pride and possessions? Now, are you keeping uh, maybe movies or DVDs or things saved in your phone that you shouldn't have and you know you should have got rid of a long time ago? Look, grab that old box full of VHSs, grab that old box full of DVDs, take that iPhone, look through it, scan through it, and delete and get rid of and throw all these things away because they are going to be a stumbling block for you, for your walk with the Lord, for your family, for your loved ones. Believe me, pornography does not stand alone. There are secondary addictions that do come with it. So we have to understand that we cannot be practicing sin and be in good standings with the Lord. Galatians 5, 19 through 25 says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such thing will not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Again, against such things there is no law so here it is sexual immorality okay now look when we practice uh these things they are considered sexual immoralities if you do not know or if there's somebody out there that says oh no you can do these things i mean the bible doesn't cover them yeah it does sexual immorality perfect example and those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of god okay paul wrote to the galatians he said look if you guys are practicing these things, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. What about orgies? Okay, what about drunkenness? Look, the Romans, okay, the Romans practiced all of these things. We have to remember that these things have been around for centuries, for ages. The Romans practiced orgies. The Romans practiced pornography. The Romans practiced um, homosexuality. Now, you may say, well, they didn't record it. They didn't have videotapes. Of course not. But you know what? They would let people watch as these things would happen, which was just a modern day type of pornography and you have to understand that the bible has covered a lot 
every single topic you can think of, the Bible has covered it because men have not changed. Men, for all the years we've been around this earth, we have been falling into the same sins over and over and over again. The only thing that has changed is technology that, sadly, it has helped us in progression of sin. But to be honest with you, they've been around for centuries. So let's not act like the Bible does not cover everything because it surely does. Now, Hebrews, one good passage that I like to talk about and I would like to close with this is in the book of Hebrews. Now, we have to understand that even though these things have been around for many, 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 many years, okay, centuries, we have to understand that the Lord has never, ever been okay with it. That's why he has always had prophets that would prophesy over the people and would talk to the people. But who are the Lord's prophets nowadays? Look, prophets are sent from every walks of light. Okay, you could be a prophet. All right. We are all we all need to practice speaking to people and prophesying over people's lives of greatness, of of redemption. Look, the Lord is faithful and he can do everything as long as we as long as we are in prayer, we are in fasting and we are with the Lord. There is nothing, nothing that the Lord won't do for you and I now. The next verse that I want to cover is Hebrews 13, 4. But for that, I need to get out my handy Bible and close with this passage because it is a passage that is of great strength and it's going to help us and lead us through this uh, sin. Marriage is honorable among all and the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Now, this is New King James Version. God will judge. Okay, so a marriage is honorable among all. So God says, look, marriage is great and your bed undefiled. There's nothing you have done wrong in your bed with your wife because it's marriage. You're married. You belong to each other. You've made that great pact on the unto the eyes of the Lord. You belong to each other. But fornicators, fornication. Now, we know fornication is many different things. Fornication is sex outside of marriage. Fornication is masturbation. Fornication is anything you do sexually outside of being married married okay so that's fornicators and adulterers that means if you are married and you are practicing things outside of your marriage that are sexual with any other type of partner whether it be male or female god will judge so look marriage is beautiful for a lot of those of you that are just dating i will advise you and i will strongly advise you get good with god build that strong relationship with the lord and get married look the bible said it if, if if you feel like you're going to burn uh you're burning in desire you're burning with passion and you really want to do uh have relationships with the girl you're dating get married get married that is the best advice i think anyone could give a young couple who is burning with lust desire for each other and they feel like they're going to fall into that sin get married now if marriage is not the path for you then sex shouldn't be the path for you either okay so let's just clarify that if you are not going to be married then sex is not the right path for you either what if you guys decide not to get married you have sex and then you have a kid now what now the kid is left without a mom or a dad no look that's why we have to be really responsible with these things because it comes at a cost okay sin even though the lord does forgive us we still have to pay the price okay because we are 
in this mortal body so we have to face the laws of the land you can, okay we have to face the repercussions even though god does love us with a very unconditional love we still have to pay the price and who's going to take care of that seed so don't practice fornication outside of marriage and don't practice adultery if you are married okay you are going to break up that marriage you are going to have your kids growing up without a dad or without a mom or with a separate dad that probably is not going to love them the same as you will or with a different mom who's probably you know 80 some percent of the time they're being mistreated by their step parents okay so let's be very careful what we decide to do because these are the stepping stones okay these sins could lead us to our great fall okay let's be good with the Lord. Let's practice good moral things. And believe me, your life will feel so so much better. Spiritually, you will feel great. You will feel like a king. You will feel like you're that roaring lion. But when we practice sin, how do we feel? We feel depressed. We feel down. We feel oppressed by the enemy. We feel like there's no way we can get out of it. Let's do these things right, guys. Okay, I love you in Jesus' name. This is, that was my closing, uh, that was my closing scripture. And... I will see you guys next time, okay? I will always try to put up new material uh, most of the time. I will try to put up new material at least once every two to three days with the schedule that I have at work. It's kind of been a little tough. I had to cover some hours for a friend of mine. So again, guys, don't ever be afraid to spread the gospel. Don't ever be afraid to tell someone the truth. If you are their true friend and you know they're engaging in a sin, like pornography don't be afraid to say hey man that's wrong and you know the greatest question somebody can ask you is why i love it sometimes i have friends of the world and they'll think something is so cool and i'll be like dude that's wrong and they'll say why and then i'll give them my view and look if they don't respect your view on why you think that's wrong you shouldn't be hanging around with them anyway because most likely those are the kids those are the youth that are not going to be beneficial to your Christian walk. Maybe at some point the Lord will bring them in. You know, the Lord has many ways of, of talking to people and bringing people in through other people. It doesn't always have to be you that gets them and leads them to the way of salvation. There are other sowers that are out there also tilling the fields. There's other workers, okay? So don't ever be afraid to let somebody go if they are practicing something wrong. And don't ever let a, be afraid to tell somebody, look, that's wrong. And if they ask you why, you know, get, get somewhat prepared and say, hey, this is why, okay? Because the Bible says that fornicators will not inherit the kingdom of God because these things are going to lead you to other addictions. Look, I am just trying to help you, okay? And you'll see that that person at some point will will think about it. I mean, even though they don't show it to you, even though they don't show you that they think about it, they really do, okay? So again, let's change hearts. Let's change minds. That's what we're here to do. Let's give the message direct. Let's never be afraid to really talk to people directly without, you know, without beating around the bush per se. Let's just give that message directly, strongly, and uh, always with God on our side in prayer, okay? Thank you, guys. Anyway, this is Young Gospels Podcast, and still no sponsors, but that's okay. As long as we have our Lord Jesus Christ Savior sponsoring us, we don't need one. We have the greatest sponsor of all, the King of all kings, Lord of lost, Lord of lords, host of all hosts, Lord Jesus Christ, King and Savior. I am out. Young gospel. Young gospel podcast. I'm out.